0: Uh, Ashley, fear of fame. How you doing, Ashley? I'm doing good, my man. All right. We were just speaking about your gym that you're opening up. What was the motivation yeah. behind that?
1: So basically, I started at All Stars, and um, All Stars has done so much for the community and so much kids and the adults, and um, I basically want to do that with my own gym, you know. So um. It would it would um, make me feel great, like if my gym, because our gym has been going on since like the eighties, like it's for so long, so it's it stood the test of time. You know what I'm saying? So for me, if I could be another twenty to twenty five years at my gym, like still be here and to produce some champions to help out the community, that like that is my um goal. You know what I mean? So I want my own gym to help the community, to do some good stuff in the community. And um, that's just what I'm kind of on now, you know what I mean?
0: When you think when I think about you, you're from the same areas as me, West London. You've had 59 fights, yeah. travelled the world. You're one of the few yeah. British fighters to headline uh, in Las Vegas. The yeah. gym's done a lot for you. Is that, so yeah. that's the motivation behind it?
1: Yeah, 100%, because I, because sometimes these kids, that's why I still go to All Stars, because... When I was at All Stars, it was T.J. Archive that inspired me. So I was a little eight-year-old kid who used to watch this man in the ring who went on to be British champion, and he would be on the TV. And I used to be like, I want to be like him. I want to be with Miss, 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 Mr. A, and I want to I win something. And um, to watch this man in the ring and to go on and do what he did and do more when I'm in the gym, the kids look at me now and like, I want to be like you, Ash, but my thing is, do better than me. You know what I mean? Do better than me because I got to the mountaintop, but I didn't win the belt. So my thing would be, if I could do anything, it would be to, to find a, a kid or whatever to become world champion. Because I didn't, I didn't get to become a world champ, but so it would be nice to see that from a guy that was at my gym, started at my gym, and to do that, you can live through another man. That's why sometimes I can understand where you see the dads who couldn't play ball as a kid and then their kids come and then they just live through their son. So um, so that's what I would like to do is to see these youths. And that coming from the area where I come from, a lot of... There's, there's many of us that do go on to great things because I have some friends who are doing some great things. But I would say there's a high percentage that don't go on to fulfill their potential. And a lot of us get lost where, you know, a lot of folks will say, oh, well, you shouldn't do crime because this and that. But when you're born into a poor area and the only people you really see that are doing well are doing crime, it's easy for you as a a kid to get involved in that. And then you make mistakes and then you end up in jail and then your life is over, then you can't really get a good, good job. So... I've been around those guys. I've walked that path of those guys, but I had my sport to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try to make my best. So even when I would shine, you know, a lot of guys from the area where I come from would be proud of me because as a youth, I always thought that no one cared about us. Like I'm from a place where no one don't care about us. No one expects shit off us. So, um, I always saw it as when I was in America and I'd be be wherever it was, New York or in Vegas, I always thought I come from Harrow Road. Mm. I come from Harrow Road and I'm out here in America. Like I'm with Floyd Mayweather and I'm from Harrow Road. So for me, I never forgot where I come from because it made me work harder to know that, you know what I'm saying, anything, I can do anything. From when I've come from Harrow Road and I'm now in America with Floyd, I I'm ain't got, I'm got shit to be scared of because I've already done
0: what folks thought I could not do. What, what was that like for you going to... I think I don't want to jump on this subject. before we. Yeah, no, 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 go, go on, go on, him, go on. Go on I, like, I, um, I, I've just jumped far ahead. No, 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 listen. It's awesome because when I hear what you're saying and you hear about... Because everyone, I think we all got a friend that's lost a lot of their time to jail because of crime and things like that. It's just the environment, like you said. But these kids are ambitious. They just don't know where to put it. So you opening the gym has given them an avenue to go down other than the other avenues. And that's testament to you saying where you come from, because making putting the gym there and giving other kids that avenue to go down is a huge thing. So I respect that big time. But uh, the mayor of the gym, when you went to the Mayweather gym, what was that first initial experience like when you walked through them doors for the first time? All right. So the first time I went there was
1: It was March of 2012. And um, I went there when I was British champion and um, I was doing an eight week camp in New York. But I wanted a change for like two weeks. so I went over to Floyd's gym. And um the first time I walked in the doors. Like I was nervous. I was like, "Cause I'm in Vegas now. It's a new, it's a new scene." So I walked through his doors, and they asked me like, "Who I was?" I said, "I'm the British champion." And then they led me to Roger, and um, they said that Roger will train me and see if I can stay here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I done, I done, I done. Um, the first two weeks that I was in the gym, I, I worked with Roger. So I worked with Roger and. He would be trying to show me the moves and stuff that he was doing. And um, so, like, it was cool because I was like, Ray, I'm around. You have to think, again, I've gone there as a fan to watch Floyd train and to do my own camp. Then I'm actually around these guys that I've watched on the TV for years. Like, like wow. So for the whole kind of time, I was like a fan in there. You know what I mean? And um, I'm writing my book now, and I, I've actually just come past that bit. Cause while I was in America, I always wrote a diary. So it's weird for me now reading back what I wrote about eight years ago. And um there's some stuff of it I've I've like deleted out of it. But a lot because it was just too raw. But mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of it that is just I was there the first two weeks I was there and I was just there as a fan like Floyd the first day like Floyd stopped stop me because he saw me in the gym and he was like who are you because he knew everyone who was in his gym and he's like who are you and I was like oh like I'm Ash, Ashley Fiofane I'm British champion so he just looked me up and down and was like okay okay he's like oh we might have to spa and I'm like oh shit yeah cool I'll spa so um the first time there I was there as a fan and Floyd and the money money team Leonard as well Roger like everyone Bowser. They all showed me so much love. So when I came so when I came back home and I lost the British title in my next fight, like I w- and then I couldn't get no fights here again because once again, I've never really been shown love, love, love here. So I've always had to go abroad for on um, fights. So when I couldn't get no fights here again, I was like, shit, like Floyd was mad cool of me. I'ma go back to, to Vegas and see if I can get on TMT. And then I flew over there. A year had passed. And because um, the first fight, the first time I went in there, where the, he trained for the carto car camp. And this camp was for the Robert Guerrero camp. And I'm um, the first day back, he was like, oh, you've come back. And I was like, shit, this dude remembers me from a whole year ago. And that's mad because me being there now, I was there with him for five years. I know he meets folks all the time. So you met me for two weeks and then you remember me and shit like, it was just mad cool. So, so then um I was there and I had set to go there for like a month at first. And then I went there for a month. I was training hard, I'll go for runs with Floyd. Floyd would what watch me spar. And then I was like, shit, like my month was up. So I was like, I'm gonna stay for another month because like he's showing me love and saying you'll he help me. And um so I stayed for the next next month of his camp. And then by the end of that month, he basically said that he wanted to help me in my career. And um, he told like reporters and stuff straight after his fight, yeah, that this is my guy from the U- UK and stuff. And he said, to come on, I'm over here, Ash. So again, I've gone over there as a fan at first. Then I went over there to save my career because my career was basically over. This man don't have to sign me because I'm not no big name guy in the world, but he sees that I haven't had no breaks in my um, career. I'm not showing love back home, but he knows I he knows I can fight. So that's one thing that I always respected, Floyd, because a lot of guys who he signs, he just wants to help them. Like he a lot of times he do not try to sign like the big stars and stuff. Like he just signs a lot of guys, he just signs, he just signs them because he might like, like them and he wants to help them provide like for their fam- family. So A lot of guys, he says, you won't be world champions, but you will be be able to, because this is our job. So we all can't be world champs, but you know what I'm saying? So with me, he believed I could be world champion, but it wasn't to be. But for me, it was always love because he signed me when he didn't have to sign me. And he always wanted to get me that that world shot. And then I lost my first fight with him, so after that he called could said, Yeah, you could bounce, like you're shit. You lost your first fight with me. But he said, no, nah, don't worry, Ash. You're gonna come back. You're gonna come back. We're gonna re- rebuild And then for three for three years, was it three years? I won six fights straight. So I won six fights straight over, over it was two years. And then that's when he said to me, Yo, Ash, I believe you can still be A B. And then that's when I done some interviews straight after my wins saying, Yo, boom. That yeah, Floyd, he want wants me to fight him because he believes I can win. Blah blah blah. AB must have saw that, and then he called me out like straight after his fight. Like, boom, we, we could do it. So that's because of Floyd. Like there was there was no way I was gonna get that shot without Floyd. So hence, like it's all love in it. I can I have I have to respect a man, and as well, even though before Floyd, I was British champion, I was world number four. I had fought some names in the sport. Being with Floyd, he, you know, what I'm saying he just raised me out. You know, what I'm saying he made me more known to whatever. Like for Floyd to sign you, he just gave me that stamp of approval. So, like that was love.
0: You know what I mean? Did he add to? Did that gym add to your boxing game as well? Because they got some good fighters in there, Jack, to beat. Yeah, you know, they got some yeah. Guys going in and out of there.
1: Um. So when I was at New York, for me. I learned, I learned the basics and I learned, I had my best spell in New York. And, um, that made me the fighter who I was. But going to Floyd, I don't want to say it raised my game, but being around Floyd, like he was there for three years. His last three years of his career, like he was in the gym. So I was around him all of the time. And, um, you learn off the man. You watch the man. The man speaks, speaks to you as well. He gives you advice, so you can only become, you can only improve with that. Watching him train and getting like feedback from him, because he would sometimes say that you do this wrong or you do that wrong or this is your tell. So he would give us advice, and um, so I, I um, believe that I was made in New York, but I improved. Over there in Vegas. Because that's where it all happens. That's where you have to go. As like the stars, we see tight Ty- Tyson's there now. Like this is where you have to go. You know, for like for years, a lot of British fans were saying that this is the, the place for boxing. No, it's not. We might have the best fans in the world where we will come and support, and you get the big gates, but if you're if you're big time in this game, you have to go to the USA. Hatton, he went over there. Um, Lloyd, Ha, Ha, again, Lennox, Lennox, Lewis. If you're the man in Britain to fight the best to do the thing, you gotta go over there. Carl French they all go over there. So, um, for me to be based there for like twelve years, you might say, and live in vegas for five years the head headline there as well not many brits have had the head headline there so it's a big deal but for me i'm writing my book now and um it's it's weird for me because i don't get no love here and um, i'm i've achieved a lot more than a lot of british boxers that i love loved here but um It is what it is, in it. Like if you know, you know in it. Like I'm just one of those, I'm one of those kind of guys. You know when you got the underground guys, you know when you got like Wiley. Mm.
0: I'm
1: like that kind of guy in it. Like if you if some guys that say, oh, I don't know you though, so you can't be that good. Nah, you just don't know about the sport. But if you know about the sport, you know about me. Like I done my thing hard, didn't have no promoter for 10 years, but I still done my thing. Then I got signed by Floyd. So if you don't know me, you don't know the sport. I don't give a shit.
0: Think now. Because British boxing is so, it's publicised so well. I think if you have, there's been a lot of talk with you and Conor Ben. Is that a fight you're interested in? That might be a fight that might, you know, give the chance to the British fans to appreciate you a little bit more.
1: Oh um, no, the Josh Kelly fight, when Hearn tried to make the Josh Kelly fight, I, yeah, I didn't really care about that fight. But um, with ben, um, one, Hearn offered me the fight. I said I couldn't do the fight on the six six weeks because it was like in six six weeks time I said I wouldn't be prepared in that time. But then Ben DM me like a few times, and um, like he was cool. He just come at me on respect. He just said, "Boom, you've done you've done a lot in the game, Ashley." And um, I would just love to fight you. Like he come with respect, and you know, I liked his dad as a kid, so I've never wanted to fight him. Like, but um. I would, you know what I mean? I would do it. It's just, um, I don't have to fight. I don't need to fight. So I'm not going to come on no short notice thing on no six weeks thing. Like it's as simple as that. If I'm going to fight, I want it to be win or lose. I have to show the best me. So I have to have like a real camp. Then I can come here. If he wins, he wins. But there's a high chance he don't win. Like, I don't care that he's got youth and he's got the energy and that. Can't buy experience, experience, experience. Like, there's... I know too much about the game. Like, I know I've done so much that it won't phase me to go in the ring with this young guy and whatever. So, it would be a good fight. Um, It might happen. I don't know. It's really up to her. And if it ha- ha- happens, because I told him I needed a camp. So, it's for them to, you know what I'm saying? It's for her to come back and say but i know that ben still wants to fight but um i'm just not sure if um her wants to fight so we have to see what goes on but i don't give a shit if we do or not so it's, it is what it is
0: how would you over um the pandemic period was you in U- the uk was you on lockdown
1: yeah i've been over here so um yeah i've been i've been in some sub- for me I'm not really a guy who goes on um, anywhere. I just go out if I got to go gym, got to do my thing. So I'm not really a guy that's got to be on the street. So I was kind of cool. I just kept, I kept, trying. I'd done some online courses. To start off, I'd done some online courses. Then um, I was planning, I'd done some more pla- planning with my gym. So um, I, I tried to keep my mind active. Then I was still doing exercise. I exercised. Like if I didn't run, I would still do some stuff. So um, I was still being active. So um, for me, it's been okay. Um. It's just kind of annoying now because I wanted to go USA and stuff and we can't fly over there yet and, and whatever. But, um, yeah, I've been okay, like, this time. But for me, I've just do, been doing a lot of work on my book. Hence, I was just doing that now, doing a lot of work on my book, just trying to – it's finished, the book's finished, but I have to go over it, then give it to some someone to go through it as well. So, um, so I'm just doing that now and, um, yeah, do my book. In my gym, that's just kind of what my mind's on now. If I fight Ben, I fight Ben. If I don't fight Ben, like life goes on. So it is what it is.
0: I'm looking forward to the book because you was in Gleason's gym as well. As
1: well, like it, it's been good to bring back like what I did and and stuff. Like I miss miss me those days, but at the same time, I kind of admire myself because I went out there on my own. I didn't know who air hey, like hey, anyone there. And then I made it my home, and now it is like my home. So um, a lot, a lot of Brits, a lot of Brits are going over there now. But they got their, they're going over there like with their promoter, so they're safe. I went there with just my bag back. So when we see all these Brits, they're going over there to fight now. That's cool because you're going there if you are like promoter, so you're safe. I went there on my own, didn't have no fans, and I would fight them man there. So like what I was doing was just like some old school stuff. So um I kind of respect myself for doing that. And um it paid off. It could not have paid off. I, I always said, I always said to me like when I turned pro, my, my goal was always to fight in America because that's why I wanted to turn pro. And I always said that I would prefer to to fight the best in the USA and lose than be some British guy that just stays there and safe. So you know, I've, I've done what I said I would do. So, again, I'm a guy who I'm, you know, I'm not scared. I'm not of, You know what I mean? If you, do,
0: you never know. You're breaking up a little bit. But I want to ask, I caught something there, right? See how you said you just went out to the USA on your own, just old school. That's not easy. Huh. That's not easy. So what was it that, was, that pushed you to do that? Yeah. Because that like, a lot of people would be like, I'm not going to the USA. I'll just stay in the UK. It's safer. Yeah. Just in general, in every in every way, safer. Well, That's
1: what a lot of guys have done. That's what a lot of guys have done. A lot of guys have a lot of guys. They can't get fights here, and then their career's over. Like if you if you were like oh over here, like when I turned pro, you had two men. You had now you had Frank Warren, and then you had well, you had Matt 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 Shroom, and you had Frank Maloney. Like if you couldn't get signed by those main guys, your career was over. I couldn't get signed by those guys. Hence, like a lot of guys say, oh, like you fought bums for a lot of time. Yeah, I didn't have a promoter. So I had to pay for my fights, you know what I'm saying? So I had to grind. And then I started to link up with small promoters abroad that would give me fights, but they wouldn't pay me. But they, But they would give me fights. But my thing was just keep winning little fights because then it'll build up to championship fights. And then that's when I got um, my first big fight that was over here, Alan Bosworth. And um, he had just beaten Matthew Hatton. So they thought that he was going to beat me because I had fought a bunch of nobodies. But I had been in the gyms in New York then, so I had been doing my thing with name brand man. So then that was my first fight on Sky. And because when you looked at Michael, I I was like 20 and 2. But I had fought nobody. So they thought, yeah, he's gonna win easy. But when they saw that I went in there and I played with him and then I stopped him, they was like, "Red, like where is it? Where is this guy been? Like on they was like, "Where has he been?" And I was just like, "I've always been here. You man just never showed me no love." You know what I mean? But again, again, that's coming from where I come from, Harrow Road. Like Mozart, we're not supposed to achieve nothing. So for me, I've always had had that. Thing where I'm hungry, like, we're hungry, like, around here. It's the same, it's the same. Nothing's changed, like, but the date. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of kids who want to do good, but we ain't got no opportunities here. So it's the same way I didn't have no opportunities here. So I had to try to look for it, and the only times that the UK has offered me all opportunities is when they wanted me to lose. Like, I went over to America, beat up the world number three, then That's when they ask me, Oh, Ash, do you want to fight the British champ now? You only want me to fight the British champ now because I'm world number four. So I come over here, and they're like, Oh, yeah, Doors is going to win. How is a man who's British champion going to beat me and I've just beaten up the world number four? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I've never received the love here, and so it is what it is, isn't it? Like, I've just and the same, the same thing now with Hearn. He offered me, I'm I'm signed to Mayweather Promotions and um, he offered me to fight Davis. Why am I going to come back to fight a fight that I'm getting paid less over here than what I do in America? Why am I going to leave America? I worked so hard to get signed by your promoter and I'm fighting in Vegas. Why am I going to come back for you to underpay me as well? It don't make no sense. But then they go and say, "Oh yeah, we are." But sometimes I think that Hearn just likes to offer fights so they can go and say, "Oh yeah, we offered for, for you to fight," and he said no because you're underpaying me, motherfucker. That's why. Like, is a reason why I say no. Like, at the end of the day, this is our job. So if you paid the guys right, they're always going to say yes because we want to get paid. We got bills to pay. But if you if you, if I feel like I'm going to if I feel like I'm not getting paid, why am I going to do it? Like it doesn't make no sense. So a lot of time hence, that's why it's good to see nowadays that more guys are standing up and saying no to promoters and they control their career more. I like that White, he started to sign up a lot of guys. He's he what I respect about White, he's doing what Floyd done with me. He signed a lot of guys, what no one really wants. And he just gives them a chance. So I've liked that about White. He signed a lot of guys who the mainstream promoters and stuff are not going to sign them, but he signs them and then he makes them fight on his cards. You know what I'm saying? So I like that White is doing doing that. And I think more of the mainstream guys who are in there with the big promoters, they should help out the little guys who they think are good and they ain't getting no love because a lot of these promoters, they don't give a shit about us, and they use us, and then just throw us away. Like so much, I know so much guys who say, "Oh, Ash, I wish that I I, I did did what you did, and I went abroad. I I, I just stayed on the small hall. I always thought I'd get a break, and I never got a break, and my um, career's overnight. So it's sad for me to read that from so many guys who asked me like for advice." And I'm just kind of, kind of like, you stayed here for too long now. Like, your career, like, is basically dead. So, that's one thing. You can't rely on these promoters because they don't give a shit about us. They will use us. Because huh? that's the only reason why they tried to make me to fight Ben because they want Ben to beat me up because I'm I'm old in the game. But I've done my thing. You know what I mean? So, it looked good. Huh? He beat Ashley Fieldfield and he fought for the world belt, blah, blah, blah. But there's a big chance that he don't win. There's a big chance that he don't beat me on that fight there. So, hence... I don't really care if I fight or not. Hence, I won't kiss a Hearn's ass. I don't care if I fight him or not. But I will diss you, because I'm not. Hence why I said the other day, someone from Sky Sports, they gave me a call because when they were doing all, like, the Black Lives thing, and a lot of folks, they tried to go on that. The issue's only in America. But if you're black and you live here, you know that we don't get paid the same as, like, the whites do. Like, we don't get the opportunity we get stopped by police all the time. You know what I'm saying? If I go to the NHS, they don't treat me, they don't treat us the same thing. In the education, a lot of us, we ain't doing as good as the the others as well. So there's a lot of things that I hear that blacks don't get dealt with right. So hence, when I said that with Sky Sports, if you look at, there's a lot of black sportsmen in, in Sky Sports, but the staff, the guys who run it, there's no black man there. All white men. Spencer said, Spencer said that first, but I backed him up on that. And this is the truth. And you got all of, you've got Matchroom, see, Frank Warren promote, promotions. You promote loads of black guys, but there's only white guys behind you on the scenes. You pull the strings. So basically, we're good enough to play for you, to make you dough, but you don't even hire us to make to make decisions. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. So we have to we might not be as extreme as America, but we still have the same issues that are going on here. So it is what it is, isn't it. So I've never been shown love over here. So if I if you blacklist me and you keep me on the outside, it don't matter. Cause I'm I still survive, I've still been getting on. So it is what it is, man.
0: There's so Ran many over. <laughs> there's so many things that you said, right? The first thing is, you know, you mentioned White about getting, taking guys in. Guys that I watch and I just enjoy watching them do well was, like we were speaking earlier, I love seeing you do well. We're from the same area. Uh, White, Joshua, I love to see these guys grow, right? Like you've opened a gym, that's going to give guys opportunities as well and show them, listen, actually done it, you can do it too. And like you were saying earlier about um, guys not being able to get as much traction in the UK and maybe not taking that step to go abroad, you can tell them to do that. So it's nice having you guys about, man, that can really make it work. A lot of fights are being done behind closed doors now. Um, you're vetting the game. You know how it goes. So in the gyms, you've got guys that shine in the gym, but when it comes to the fight, sometimes they don't shine yeah. as bright. Do you think that there being no crowd and that nerve factor and the pressure factor, with that being a lot less, are we going to have fighters maybe shining in the ring now that maybe weren't shining? Very,
1: before? very, very true. Very, very true because... um. I know some guys in America, man, like there was one guy, I won't say his name, but I always said, like, I would sign him because he was just so good. And I would spar, if I was on my A game, he would beat the shit out of me because he was just so fast and just so much skills. And, um, but then he would go out and fight and then he would get KO'd by a guy who's nothing. So <clears throat> it was very weird for me. It was very weird for me to see see that. So. Again, like, there's some... And also, there's weight loss. There's Some guys, they lose weight. They might not lose weight right, so they don't recover right, and then they feel weak. So, um... There's... There, like, there is a lot of guys that um are great in the gym, and you would pay them to spar because they're going to get you right. And you... You might... They... Like, they might get the better of you throughout camp, but you know they're getting you right, like, for your fight, and then on fire at night, you're going to do do your thing. So, um... There's a lot of guys like that. Hence the no crowd thing. It might help a lot of them, and it might a lot of the big name guys who are used to the big crowd. It might, and they need that crowd to get going. It might affect affect them. You know what I'm saying? So um, I know Herne said that he's made some fights where he don't know who who is going going to win. So um, yeah, we might see the guys that ain't supposed to win win.
0: Well, it's it's interesting. Listen, man, I really appreciate you doing this, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to the book. I'm looking forward to the gym as well. I'm really excited about the gym. So thanks for doing this.